welcome once again to the Ebone Zone. I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 266th time on this Friday, January 7th, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, New Year, New Weird. It's the first episode of the new year. Welcome to 2022, my friends. To start us off on the right foot, I figure we'll discuss some traditions, and considering it's the new year, well, there's only one option we can go with. New Year's traditions from around the world. Oh yeah, and by the way, before we start, if you want to dive in a little deeper into anything we discuss, links will be in the description. First up, we check out Greece. They ring in the new year in a healthy way, with fruit, specifically pomegranates. What happens here is the Greek have a tradition that in English is translated to good foot, in which families will hang pomegranates above their doors and send someone outside just before midnight so that they can send someone back into the house on the break of the new year, with their right foot entering the house first. It seems a bit strange, I know, but this is supposed to be a welcoming of good things into the new year. And it just gets better from this point on, because another person then takes one of the pomegranates from off of the door and smashes it on the doorpost. However many seeds come out when the fruit is smashed is how much good stuff you can expect from the coming year. This one's a bit unconventional to say the least, and I do have a few questions. For one, are they fresh or are they old? Because I would think if they were fresh, you would probably want to eat them or put them in a juice or something. But what if they must be fresh in order to bring all the good stuff the tradition says they will to the next year? Well, actually, you know what? Never mind. I'm thinking too much into this, I think. Next up on our list is a country called Catalonia. And there's a myth there that's sort of like Santa Claus here in the U.S. He's called the man with many noses. See, according to legend, this dude has one nose for every day of the year that's passed. And children are encouraged to try and find him. And you might think, well, if he's got one nose for every day of the year, all you'd need to do is just look for him on New Year's Eve. He would have 365 noses, right? Well, there's the catch. Children are only encouraged to look for him on the first day of the year. And that makes it a lot harder to look for him because only one day has passed, so he's only got one nose. See the dilemma there? Also, just imagine if you found this guy on the last day of the year with 365 noses. I'd assume they're all over his body, which would be strange from the get-go. But hey, there is an upside to this. I bet his sense of smell on the last day of the year is better than anyone could imagine, both for the good and the not-so-good. You know, I kind of feel sorry for the guy, just standing behind a line of customers getting ready to check out after an all-you-can-eat bean burrito buffet that, unfortunately for him happens to fall on the last day of the year, smelling that kind of stink in high definition doesn't exactly sound that pleasant to me. This next one is really sweet, actually. In Ireland, they set a place for the recently deceased in their families at the dinner table. This one is interesting, and honestly, I'm surprised it's not more widespread. Here in America, I know we have the missing man table. What that is is a unique tradition that's meant to symbolize our remembrance of the troops who didn't make it home. And I think it's really cool to see the different ways of remembering their families that different cultures have. 
For this next one, we jump over into Danish territory, where we find every hyperactive 10-year-old's dream, jumping into the new year. What do I mean by that? Well, people who partake in this tradition jump from a couch or a chair or bed or other form of indoor height at the kickoff of the new year. I think this could be the most fun one, if I'm honest. Well, taking into account how high the surface is, because I will admit, coming into 2022 with some broken bones because of a tradition doesn't exactly sound that appealing to me. I'll probably just hang out on the sofa. I'll take the side that isn't being used as a springboard, thank you, and I'll just watch somebody else do it. If they can do it right, I'll see if I can, but other than that, I'm content to stay right where I am. I couldn't resist. We have two more. In Switzerland, they ring in the new year sweetly. And what exactly do you mean by that? Are they just sitting on a couch eating ice cream at midnight? Sounds like some kind of party to me. Well, that's not exactly what I was hinting at, but you were close. They say it's a sign of good fortune and great things to come if you drop a dollop of ice cream on the floor exactly at midnight, which is kind of strange. I mean, I guess it's good for something. I mean, if it's symbolic, that's great. But just for the record here, I have no idea what on earth dropping a bit of ice cream on the floor at midnight could be symbolic of. It seems just a little bit weird to me. On second thought, at least your uncle who eats too much ice cream will have an excuse to slow down some. And lastly, we go to Siberia, where we have something that the environmentalists among us will particularly enjoy. Tree planting. Specifically the Siberian New Year tree. It's meant to welcome in the frost, and it symbolizes starting over. A rebirth of sorts. What's peculiar about this tradition, though, is they don't just plant the trees anywhere. No, no, no. It's not a Mr. Beast goes out into the forest, finds a clearing, and plants 20,000 trees for charity type thing. The organizers of the tradition every year have people who dive into a frozen lake with seeds, and they plant the trees in the frozen lake. So essentially, it's an environmentally conscious polar plunge. Talk about a way to start off the new year. Nothing like an ice bath to welcome in and commemorate the next rotation around a literal ball of heat. Boy, isn't that a paradox. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.